Welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. Best idea. Best idea. Best idea. But we're going to do under 94 Not Streak. Wow. It's a podcast where we talk about Guitar Hero songs in a bracket format. Bracket. Bracket. I'm Joe. I'm Riley. <laughs> I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone respect each other's music tastes. Be cool. Be cool. Our first matchup. <laughs> Is Spider-Web Spider-Out versus the middle? I think the middle's a better song. I think I agree with you. Have you started the timer already? Yeah, I did. Fucking wild. <laughs> how, long are we gonna get, how long are we going to keep this up exactly? What if we do it for the whole time? No. <laughs> <laughs> To the best idea for a podcast of all time. We're not. I'll turn off the timer. I mean, we. Our conversation isn't going to be different when we actually get into it. Um, Welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. Two hundred ninety-four ASMR streak, where we go through a bracket of all the Guitar Hero songs and we rank them. Uh, This is episode what twenty-two now. You know what we're in. You know how this works. Um, We are nearing. We're nearing the the final days because I last time we, we were kind of unsure uh, what was what was actually going to the quote unquote finals. Um, so I haven't updated the brackets on the website in a very long time. That might be updated by the time this episode comes out. Probably not. But uh, essentially, the way this is set up is we have the explorer brackets going to have two finalists at the end of it, and those two are going to be going into what I'm essentially just calling the finals bracket. Uh, because they're just such an odd number of songs. So the Explorer A is going to be in technically the second leg of that up against Flying V Bree. VB? V Bree. It's cheese now. This is a cheese bracket. And we it's essentially just going to do like a slight reseeding to switch things back up because we've been looking at the same group things grouped together for so fucking long. So uh, we're in round five now. The winners of round six will go on to that last page. Round six will be more than a feeling uh, by Boston up against Surrender. Whichever one of those wins will be on that final page into this slightly different seating. But that is a bit away because we're in round five. I don't know. Respect music taste. You know, yeah, that stuff. You, know, you heard it when we whispered it. Yeah, I'm hitting. Surely. <laughs> that all made it in. Uh-huh. If it, didn't, if it didn't make it in, you should support the Orange Grove's Patreon because it's <laughs> worth it. That was very funny. It'll probably stay in. But yeah, so whenever we're going to start this 30-minute timer, we're going to dig into the rest of round five. Timer is, uh, my hand is locating that big button. Slap! We're going. We, we kind of we did this whisper in, but Spiderwebs by No Doubt up against the middle by Jimmy Eat World. Um, I like No Doubt a lot, but it's just, oh, it's the middle. I j- it just takes some time. It takes some time. In the middle of the fourth round, fifth round. And I think the middle going up against uh, Nueva y Lanzuela is, is that, a really good conversation. Tough. That's going to be tough. But we don't have to worry about that now. What we have to worry about now, Joe, is Reptilia the by the Strokes versus Paint It Black uh, by the my two, Stones. My two darlings. My two... I need you to talk me through your thoughts on this oh, Um, I mean, in a perfect world, they're both in the set list. In the perfect world is Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> <laughs> so... Huh. I mean, what do you feel? Like, I, just, I don't even know where to, where to start. I think I'm, 
I don't know. I, off the cuff, I, I I can't believe I'm saying Rolling Stones, but um, I think Paint It Black stands the test of time a little bit better than Reptilia. Let me listen to Reptilia while you mm-hmm. while you talk. I'm hitting play on Reptilia right now too. And like Paint It Black again, an amazing song has a very good chart, a very very fun chart. It's fun to play. It's fun to listen to the entire thing. Reptilia is also that way, and I think it. I think I'm leaning Reptilia. Because I like what Reptilia does a lot. I, again, love what Painted Black does. It's one of my favorite songs to, like, actually even play live. Like, it's just a fun song up and down. But, well, I don't know. I really don't know here. The strokes are all right. I dig them. Mm-hmm. Julian Casablanca's one of my favorite vocalists. I wish he was ever in a project that I just thought was transcendent. He's always mm-hmm. just been good. I've always felt like he could do so much more than he's doing. Is his best song with the Lonely Island? What is his Lonely Island song? Uh, Boombox. Uh, I'm about to tell you because I'm going to take time to listen to it right now. That is not on the bracket, but I am curious on your takes. But man, he's, I love his voice and what he does with it in this song. But that's not the guitar part. And the guitar part is like a minute 20 of one thing. And then it changes into this like really good change up that drives the, um, like the, the pre-chorus and chorus. And then the solo is good. Yeah. Painted Black is so fun. You know what I mean? Like, I I do agree. It's one of my most played songs, probably. Uh, Definitely when I was a kid playing the game, but even now, I I play it so frequently. It's the song that I most want to 100% and have not pulled it off. I'm so close. I'm like, I'm feeling strongly now about Painted Black. I I really do. I love that song through and through. It's such a good fucking chart, too. It translates so well yeah i think i think i'm leaning paint it black as well i think that reptilia deserves to be in the fourth round mm-hmm. i'm glad it beat lincoln park <laughs> yeah that would this would have been a much shorter conversation oh yeah absolutely but yeah paint it black goes on to uh to fight for sga and its opponent will be either impulse by in endless sporadic or through the fire in the flames Bad Dragon Force. So let's think about this. I'm pulling up Impulse. I know Fire in the Flame. Yeah, we all know it. Listen to it recently. Just very recently edited the episode where it beat Hangar 18. Rest in peace. Oh, Impulse. It's 420 long. I think that I think it wins on that alone. All right, Impulse. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> oh, this hmm. intro is so good. It's like similar to Cliffs of Dover. It's like it's it's like complicated playing, but like. It like it knows its groove. Yeah, it like it has a good groove. My thing with this is like I think just a personal thing where like music that doesn't have lyrics, I like get distracted. See, I think the guitar I think the guitar part is so strong that I don't like it's as engaging as a vocal performance could be. And I listen to a lot of instrumental music, so I'm not exactly having this, you know, the disconnect that you have with it. The impulse does do a lot of stuff. It goes through a lot of different parts that are really engaging and interesting. It like it does continuously change, which I do appreciate about it. And it's got like some weird organ shit in it. I love that. It just it, it has a really good like mood and tone about it. Yeah. I'm hitting play on Okay, can I These can are I also both second? from three. There's a lot of threes going up against each other. So right now I'm at um a minute and sixteen of Through the Fire and the Flames. And one thing that I think is like actually like this is song structure and song work that i think is good here 
is like that's when the chorus hits and you can hear how the guitar is playing in a way that is directly to mimic and accompany the vocals in a really enjoyable way because it is still like intense virtuoso playing intense like rhythms but the way they're hitting the rhythms to map exactly with the uh lyrics in that tight little chorus section there Mm -hmm. i think is really impactful and really effective and it's something that they do again when we come towards the end of this song the ending of the song is probably the, the most effective part in general yeah, I'm not... um, it it does it does build well over its six six and a half minute runtime. And I'm listening to Impulse, and around like the two minute or so mark, it like takes a shift. It it goes into like some darker tones, which I like. Um, it just like it has more range for sure. Yeah, it, I I hate I, I I don't like the description of like oh it feels like it's telling a story, but like it the way it shifts between tones rapidly is just like it feels it, it is it does capture like moods and energies so so well. Uh, with, with, I don't want to say very little, but with you know, just instruments. It's like a John Zorn piece, but like, well, John Zorn with Naked City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, and the way it ends, and the, I don't know, the the organ is such a nice touch to like to help the guitar tones. I think reach what they're going for. Yeah, I like. Here's where I am at. I think Impulse is a good song. It's not a song I enjoy, but I think it's a good song. Uh, through the fire and the flames, I like it's starting to reach its limits. I'm starting to try to dig into it and go like, what in here do I think is good song creation and songwriting? Mm-hmm. I think that there's a world through the fire and the flames beats impulse goes on against paint it black, and I think paint it black can come out of that a victor. I'm very conflicted on whether through the fire and the flames progresses this round or doesn't. Yeah, I think I think I'm leaning more towards impulse for a lot of reasons i think both both of them like build these things and have their like um comfortable grooves i think what impulse does with theirs is uh, a bit more effective and they don't do it like so many times like impulse mm-hmm. starts with these really strong grooves goes into its like uh various different movements and then it ends with that groove again and it the the way it like builds it is just so satisfying i almost wish it went longer like i wish i got it one more time mhm and it's the organ that like adds like it complements it like it comes back yeah. in and just like it, it, it elevates it like this is like the the last like refrain of this song does feel legitimately transcendent um in a way that few songs i think hit me that way um comparable to uh the ending of rena sawayama's cyber stockholm syndrome one of the best pop songs i've ever fucking heard uh still <laughs> to this day and uh, and I'm not, now I'm going to pull up through the fire and the flames. I have heard it goddamn million times. I want to start having to really think about through the fire and the flames. It cannot be a the problem yes, is that this song. If you do, you realize it's some of the most basic power metal that's ever been written. Yeah, it's basic power metal. Is power metal good? Yes, yes, it is. I love power metal. I like Dragon Force for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Like played fucking like four Dragon Force songs in Extra Life last year. Mm hmm. I think the I think the pre-chorus chorus section's really good, and then and then it swings into these solos, which I think at this point are iconic. Uh, as a, as a side effect of uh, of of Guitar Hero, there's just so much of it. There is, and yeah, where I sit is, I personally, if it was up to just me, it wouldn't lose here, but it will probably not make it further. 
these round four, round three matches have had us lose some very big hitters. Mm-hmm. And so if Endless Sporadic was to go over here, if Impulse was to make it to the next round. I think I think Impulse has a more interesting conversation with Paint It Black than this song does. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now I'm starting to get to the worry where I want to look at this and go like, all right, what other big hitters? What what else like would I think would swing against Through the Fire and the Flames? Or what else do I think will swing against Cliffs of Dover? And I'm just trying to like predict the rest of the bracket and that's not gonna fly. That's mm-hmm. just not how I'm supposed to do this. So last twenty seconds of Through the Fire and the Flames, very good. I wish the last chorus came in at minute six and not seven. Yep, that's fair. Alright. Or rather, I guess it actually it does come in at six. It's just it t- it takes forever for it to wrap it up because mm-hmm. it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a a third or fourth bridge because it yeah. like slows down, which is a nice moment of reprieve in, in terms of like looking at the chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like again, I would put through the fire and the flames forward, but I will follow your lead on this, Joe. It is entirely in your hands. My vote uh, is in yours. I mean, it's. I I uh, I'm I like critically looking at like what Dragon Force is reaching with this song and how it translates to a chart and it's sort of its place in you know Guitar Hero. I just I just think Impulse hits those peaks higher, has more range and in like half the time. It has more range. I think Dragon Force's peaks are higher, but here's the thing. I would never click play on Through the Fire and the Flames cuz I know I wouldn't be able to beat it. So it's not worth it to play it to me. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. Like it doesn't have the replayability that like we were we were just having a similar conversation with like Devil Went Down to Georgia, where it's like it it really shines in its specific context and it has those merits because it was put in that context. But yep. you know, it, it's also just a song on a set list that you can play like every other song. And yeah, I just think the the merits that got Dragon Force this far, I don't think take it much farther. I agree. Whereas, like, I don't know, Impulse is just something special, I think, in, in terms of its, its tones and its approach to it. And, you know, it, 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 it doesn't have those vocals elevating it, and I think that's more to the merit of how good the rest of the instrumentation's tone is doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just real good. And I think, like, yeah, I, I do think that, like, the way that Dragon Force, like, sticks the landing in the last, like, the last chorus and the last 20-second guitar change-up, super great. I don't think it's as incredible as the way impulse sticks its landing so as i said joe my vote's with you i'm putting impulse forward i've I've thought long and hard about dragon force the past like three days yeah and we we will have impulse versus paint it black in the next and i'm I'm excited for that conversation yeah right now though we have something different to look at yes we have mississippi queen by mountain versus yyz by rush it's going to be really hard for me to get Mississippi Queen over YYZ, which I think is just a really perfect Guitar Hero song. Like, even in my YYZ heart of hearts, so I good. know YYZ should go forward. YYZ and Hangar 18, like, such shining gems in Guitar Hero 2, uh, comparable to, like, I don't know, Cliffs of Dover and Paint It Black or something from 3. Or, was a, I think 3 might have a few more songs like that um, than 2 did. But, like, YYZ is just, it's just peak rush. And I've said it before, but it's because the man doesn't say anything. I'm, I, I think YYZ should go forward without doubt. I'm a Mississippi Queen stan, but I know, yeah. I know exactly how this sits up. M- Mississippi Queen getting this far, I think, is just a side effect of having an easy seed. Because mm-hmm. it really didn't have anything hard. <laughs> and it's a song I love. 
It's all right. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's you know, I w- I probably wouldn't skip it early in the game, but uh, you know that's it. Now, Joe. Yes. I have another question I need to ask you. Okay. If oh shit, I was to take a walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. Would <sighs> you allow me to put kryptonite? No. I can't even say it because I don't think it's true. Yeah, you know, you know, you know it in your heart of hearts. This next matchup yep. is Kryptonite by Three Doors Down up against Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Um, that's that's the other gem from Guitar Hero Two is Carry On. Carry On Wayward Son is so good. And let's talk more rock, but uh, that's a bonus song that we use to fill out our our weirdly numbered bracket. Carry On Wayward Son is just like that's a transcendent song. Kryptonite is maybe at the top of its like mid-2000s butt rock tower Mm -hmm. that tower just doesn't reach peaks the way that this one kansas song does yep not even not even kansas as a whole just this one song yeah i put this song over kryptonite kryptonite made it to the fourth round which is bizarre fucking wild but i'm glad it made it there so carry on wayward sun versus yyz by rush is going to be I'm SP looking. I'm looking at this time. bracket, and there's a world where that was Hotel California or War Pigs. Wild, absolutely wild. Well, Joe, that was that was um. Hold on, Discord's blocking. That was SG. <laughs> yep, we're going faster and faster. All right, let me scroll oh. back up to the top of Strat. <laughs> whoa, um, whoa, whoa, sweet child of mine. Oh, this is this is all right. These are both Guitar Hero two songs. It's mm-hmm. I think I think we have a bias that's showing. Yeah. Between two and three. Uh Sweet Child of Mine is up against Heart Shaped Box. Heart Shaped Box is very good. It's we really talk good. Often about how good Heart Shaped Box is. It's so but good. I've it's Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, it is. I need to listen to both of these. And what's great, Joe, is I need you to take a second. And we're not supposed to look forward. But when Welcome to the Jungle beats Vicarious by Tool in the next round, and then we have Sweet Child of Mine versus Welcome in the Jungle, it's the only way it could have ended for these. They do. The thing is, one of them does need to go. Yep, and they'll have to kill each other. I'm listening to the Heart Shape Box. This video is still bad. Man, when Nirvana's good, they're good. Yeah, right? When they fucking hit it, they fucking hit it. Maybe after I finish watching all the Star Wars movies and then all the Shrek movies, I will listen to all the Nirvana records. Um, you'll get to hit my favorite song by Nirvana, which is You Know You're Right, off of their greatest hits. That was the last thing they ever recorded. Uh-huh. It's very good. I would really like to hear what that band became. Mm-hmm. But, Joe... Yeah, that, well, yeah, Kurt Cobain was doing so much experimental stuff at the end of, you know, mm-hmm. his career and life. Have you heard Montage of Hack? Um, no, people keep telling me to go check it out, and I haven't yet. It's, I it's need to. fascinating. My question for Heart Shape Box, is there anything in Heart Shape Box that is as good as when the bass and drums come in to Sweet Child of Mine's intro? Um, the first 30 seconds of Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> Heart Shape Box would be a perfect three-minute song. Kurt Cobain looks like an ex-girlfriend of mine. Get good taste. She was alright. I do like the way this song builds a lot, but it just... I don't know. It's, it's not Sweet Child of Mine. Which I'm curious how... I don't know if I've grappled how long this song is, so that's what I'm going to do right now. Sweet Child of Mine's long, but the thing that it is is it's long and you don't feel it, I feel like. Because... It's five minutes. It's not, like, long. 
there are layers. It comes back like a beautiful onion as you as you venture deeper into the core of the song, and it continues to switch and it continues to change, and then it hits the outro, which is the dopest shit in the fucking world. It's Guns and Roses at their best. Uh no, that's November Rain. True. Okay. Fair. 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 Which should fucking be in a Guitar Hero game. That would win this bracket. I think. I think. What's what's interesting listening to this song again? I do think it has the same little like all right, we're I'm waiting for it to get going the same way Heart Shaped Box does. But I think once it gets there, it just hits harder. Uh, and it's not even that like like Heart Shaped Box isn't trying to hit hard. Like it's kind of a restrained grunge song. But yeah. I think like Sweet Child of Mine hits what it's going for stronger than Heart Shaped Box hits what it's going for. And in this context, I think it's just. The, the energy that they bring to Guitar Hero, like Heart Shape Box is, you know, a really good early game song, but Sweet Child of Mine is like hard to top as a mid game song. The energy of those solos is just like something Guns N' Roses at their peak did better than like any other band of their like within their contemporaries. Mm-hmm. And looking at these two songs, if I had a, if I had to vote for one of them, like as far as like I'm going to play this song next, it would be Sweet Child of Mine. I'd probably do Sweet Child of Mine as well. Yeah. So I think I think put Guns N' Roses forward. Yep. Oh, oh, sweet child of mine. Next up, as we said, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses versus Vicarious by Tool. Yeah, that's um, not a question for me. I don't know how the fuck Tool got this far. I am the not Tool defender. I am the I am the Tool. You're the baby. you're the Vicarious is not that bad defender. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And it's not gonna it's it's not that bad. It's not welcome to the fucking jungle. Yeah, which yeah, the Guns N' Roses matchup of our dreams will be uh fighting for uh strat A in the in the last bracket. Two shall enter, one shall leave. And it's really how it was, you know, there's not a better way this could have gone because I would have I think I would have been like, man, is Guns N' Roses really at the final stage of this twice? But like this is I think the perfect way to reconcile what we value out of a Guns N' Roses single. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not even yeah. them as a band. It's just they have great singles. Mm-hmm. All right. I need to hit play on Trogdor because oh, I need to actually right. confront this song. Yeah. So Trogdor is up against Helicopter by Block Party, which I have swung for a million times and will continue to. But um, yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to Trogdor first for sure. Uh, it's a two minute song. Trogdor the Burninator. Trogdor's one note, but it might be one of the best notes ever hit in the history of music. Yep. It's fun to play. It's it, it's a genuinely good song, despite, like, the fact that it's meant to be doofy. Yeah. What is Helicopter by Black Party? Just a really good song. Oh, fuck, there's a solo in this song. Yeah, there's that's the diddlies. I do love the diddlies, though. Joe. <laughs> I think Trogdor com- continues to burninate the bracket. I don't know about that, actually. Yeah, I know you weren't strong on helicopter before. Uh, I just searched the word helicopter like there could only be one thing. <laughs> Block party, such a good fucking song. The tone and the and like the the strum pattern in this song is just so top notch. And that's the thing. It's like both of these songs pretty much have one riff they loop the whole time. But damn if Block Party doesn't nail it. And they have a change up in the second in second half too, but Yeah, I I I think it's definitely helicopter for me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm this, I'm trusting you on that. Uh like Drug Door's good. I'm glad it got as far as it did. I, I kinda wish like it lost to the metal or something, but 
Joe, we have the potential to no, make... No, no, because I don't want that to happen, because Helicopter is so good. <laughs> also, I don't think the metal can beat You Give Love a Bad Name. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Helicopter is just like... I, I grew up with Monsters, because it's just like this song that kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, this shreds. Is this, this is so good. Is this band always this good? Uh, but it's just like such a phenomenal single. The, all, the, all the members are firing at all cylinders. Good fucking song. Well written. Not too long, not too short. Dog door's fine. Helicopter, helicopter moves on then. Helicopter moves on, and uh, I, I think your sound of despair oh. comes from where we're at, where we're going, which is "You Give Love a Bad Name," the Bon Jovi song, up against "The Metal" by Tenacious D. Shot through the heart. Oh, I need to listen to these too. Yeah, hold on. Let me the yeah, metal. We're in listen it. to the metal. Listen to the metal first because I think I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Bon Jovi right now. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, the riff is so good. Oh, it's also like, like, all right, this video is uploaded, uploaded by Zayn Norton ninety seven, and their profile picture is the album art for a Coheed record. This might just be Love me. Yo, what are you doing uploading songs on YouTube or Wheels? I think the thing is like, it's it's a jokey song, but it's not like structured in a comedic way. <laughs> it's just like the 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 premise of the song is a little absurd. I think that, and that's all of today's D. I think that like they're good yeah. songwriters. Oh, incredible! I think that incredible. the metal is a better meme song than Trogdor for sure. Because it's not really a meme song. Mm-hmm. It's just a good, like you know, hard rock towards metal song um, that happens to be about how it's the best genre. Which sounds like a Psycho Stick bit. Dare I say, Steel Panther? Uh, Psycho Stick is is up there with uh, Tenacious D for me as like one of the, some of the better comedy music I've heard. Here's the thing, if we're judging on riffs, You Give Love a Bad Name has a great riff, has a great, like, energy to it. The way it kicks in is so fucking good. Oh, two minutes into the metal, it gets heavy. It feels like, like, conceptually, it feels like showing all the different, like, peaks of metal as a genre. I agree with that. It's a good thesis on that. The riff in the middle of the metal feels like it's ripped from another metal song. But I can't place what it is. Or not the middle, the ending of it. This video is just twice as long as it needs to be. You go give love a bad name also has a solo that I enjoy because it's not I'm not a great guitar player. There are certain things I can play and I cannot play. I will never be able to do really fast diddlies. Mm-hmm. And you give love a bad name has a solo that I can actually play. And I like that. I also love vocal breaks. The song has things that I fucking love in them. I don't like this pre chorus that much. That's fair. This really is just the second best Bon Jovi song, I think is my issue with it. As I listen to it, and I'm like, it's not, it's not the other one. <laughs> the like other two. I don't think Wanted isn't on this bracket, is it? Dead or, uh, Wanted Dead oh. or Alive is not. That's a rock band song. Shit. So it sounds like the metal might be progressing. I think the metal might be progressing almost on the basis of like when I'm listening to this song, I'm like, I've heard Bon Jovi hit this note a million times and better. Does this one also have a key change? Um, I don't think it does. Thing is, yeah, Living on a Prayer already has gone down to Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not like, Mm -hmm. it's not as good as, uh, you know, like Bon Jovi at the best is like, I think Wanted lyrically is a garbage song, but it's, it sounds good. Maybe that's a weird criteria to put on Bon Jovi. Probably all their other songs are if I thought about it long enough. But yeah, like I listen to You Give Love a Bad Name, like it's not even, it's like, I wish I was listening to like a different Bon Jovi song. 
and or not that. listening to Bon Jovi. Whereas like the metal is like, you know, good. It's the metal. It just treads. It's it's uh it's an interesting piece on top of just being like really good at what it's doing. Um, and it doesn't like, I don't know. Jack Black really hits this like perfect balance of like not taking himself too seriously, but not sounding like it's a bit or a joke. He's just like. He's he's he I'm to steal a phrase from a from a movie podcast called Blank Check. Uh they're you know, like some some sometimes with comedy they they dip a finger or or a toe in the in the river of hand, but Jack Black just swims in it and he mm-hmm. embraces it and is so good at it. Yeah, I have I have no qualms with putting the medal over Bon Jovi here. Alright. And that's Strat. Then our, yeah, our last pick for this uh this episode is the medal. Going oh, over, you give it a bad name. Is the timer out? Timer's out. So next time we'll we'll do Les Paul and probably Flying V, depending. Yeah. I don't know. And we then, got some hard matchups in here. I feel like we got to do a hard cut after Flying V, because then we're entering into, or maybe not. Maybe we no. We, well, do we have next, round next, six before we get to the the big boy finals. Yep. Next one we do Les Paul. We probably do Flying V. We honestly probably do all the final the finalists. And then I don't, we I don't know. There's into... some there's some matchups in Les Paul. No, I'm excited to see how this will shake out because we are in it now. This is it, the final stages. Definitely the back third of the podcast. But yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Then, Joe Riley, where can I find you on the internet? Twitter.com/slash Ghost of Joe. You find me tweeting about I don't know who knows. This episode comes out in like a month. I'll tweet about something probably. You'll be tweeting about Extra Life. Shit. Yeah, that's Extra Life is probably actually around the corner by the time this comes out. Uh, we will be doing a 24-hour stream in November to benefit Extra Life. I uh, believe it's it huge, the huge portion of the Orange Grows cast. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be coming through uh, for the event. It's a 24-hour stream running November, probably starting the, sometime in the morning of uh, the 16th. It's a Saturday, and then running through to Sunday morning. Uh, the 17th um it's gonna be fun uh probably gonna have a lot of behind the scene stuff like uh to to post around online too uh i'm just i'm stoked all around uh to to see everybody and to party i will be doing a clone hero set which i should probably start thinking about a little bit more and um there'll be some other fun stuff filling in that so it'll be a stream a lot of video games for for charity i would say follow uh, the Orange Groves Twitter account, Orange Groves Net, um, which is just a good idea in general to to see what's going on with the network as a whole. But uh, definitely that will be where your extra life stuff is tweeted. Oh yeah, where are you on the internet, Riley? You can find me on Twitter at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread, like Rye Bread. Yeah, and you can buy the games that I make at linksmithgames.com and you can listen to some of my other shows here on the Orange Groves. But yeah, yeah, just go to theorangegroves.com. Pick a show. Uh, we might be on it. We might not. But I assure you, it's worth a listen. It fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Until then, listener, I want to go back to the energy level that we started this episode. Oh, yeah, fuck. And I just want to let you know to enjoy. <laughs> Music. An acoustic cover of Vardis's <laughs> music. It's a good fucking podcast.
Baker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say born on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.